Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Hello, my amazing queen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. How are you today? I hope that you are amazing. And if you're not amazing, then I hope you become amazing. (laughs) So today's episode, we're actually going to be talk about how you could possibly be holding yourself back. Um you know, yeah, how you could, how you're holding yourself back and, you know, maybe not truly putting yourself out there today. And of course, you know, I always speak from experience. So this is obviously something that's happened in my life this week, God. So of course, we're going to dissect it and talk all about it so we can all learn from it as, you know, as we do, as we do. So I have to ask, you know, last week we were talking about being intentional with your time. And did you take any of that on board? Did you start putting some things, scheduling some things in place that you love to start having an awesome week. I hope you did. (laughs) I really hope you did. So what is going on in the Kiss My Crown world? Well, officially found out it is two weeks until my new car arrives. And I mean a brand spanking new car. Fresh off the rack. Or the belt, the conveyor. I don't know. Wherever they come from. Um, (laughs) So... Absolutely, you know, no one will have ever driven it before, except obviously if someone drives it off the conveyor, but whatever. But you get me, you get me. No one's owned it, no one's going to have test driven it, nothing. It's my car, and I'm so excited. So, two weeks for that. Um, and we're looking at so it's an MG as well. So, I'm really, really excited about that. And you know, my hubby was even filling me in that I get some kind of really cool additional features with it, which I'm really, really excited about. So that is so cool. So that's what's happening on that side of things here. Um, Business front, when we talk about Kiss My Crown, like the self-love club is just in full swing and just, ah, I love it. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's just this little community of women who are just, you know, looking out for each other and just learning to love themselves. And it is just so empowering and just so uplifting to watch. So that's the main thing that's going on there. In the backgrounds, I am I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I am actually building a course as we speak. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that course. It is called The Self-Love Queen. So it's learning to become a self-love queen so that you can use that as your foundation. It's not just about learning about self-love. It's really about using self-love as the foundation to create a, a, a life of your dreams, you know, and we're going to use a lot of different modalities within that course. So it's going to include, you know, manifestation and NLP and, you know, and doing some of those, you know, like it's a, a bit of work and it's a journey together. Um, I can't wait for that to be done. So I sort of have a launch date in mind for that. Uh, we just obviously have to see how everything goes but you would I'd be saying watch this space in September for a start in October 
And this is going to be, it's a six month course too. And I'm putting all those sort of touches together now. So obviously building the course. So that means creating all the content and the topics that we're going to be going through. Um, And also, you know, this is going to include monthly coaching within it as well, as well as having some guest uh, coaches come in, uh, talking about their different levels of expertise and, you know, and just offering just this really amazing stuff. So I'm really, really excited. And that's going to be a six month journey. So, um, and it's my big course. So this is going to be the big one that's got everything in it. So I'm so, so excited about creating that. And what else is going on? So something, a little something's going on as well is that I am in a women's business networking group that's called SA Women in Business. And in October, I'll also be running a little masterclass for them as well. Um, so that's really, you know, and I'll be like doing a blog and everything, a blog post for them and stuff like that too, which is really, really cool. So it just allows me to open up to more women. So, you know, change the world one woman at a time, right? All right, let's get into this week's episode because I am so excited about it. So, you know, I want you to ask yourself, is there anywhere in your life where you're holding yourself back and and there's a little bit of maybe fear and maybe it's really underlying, you might not even know. And and it's that sort of fear of really truly putting yourself out there as well. And you know, you know, I guess like let's talk about what sparked this feeling in myself. So for me, it was to do, you know, I just mentioned the essay women in business, is that they put a call out for, you know, to have experts over the next, you know, three, four months you know, talk on different topics, you know, like, and, and to provide content and maybe, you know, and, and potentially host virtual masterclasses and stuff like that for, for the women of this particular group. Now this is a a group is a paid membership group of all other women, you know, in business, these amazing women who just do really, really amazing things. And when I saw the post, when it went out, I saw it almost as soon as it went out and, um, I was like, oh, that'd be a really great opportunity. And then as soon as I said that, I'm not kidding. I just got struck down with fear, like paralyzing fear. I couldn't believe it. This paralyzing fear about the thought of putting myself out there to this group. And then I started these thoughts and started coming in. Oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, you're not good enough. Imposter syndrome, this, you know, like, and oh my God, who do you think you are to do something like that? And what if they all hate me? And all these thoughts just went absolutely crazy. And it was really these inner, this inner dialogue was very manic, you know, and very fear-based and, and panicky. That's how it really came across and quite loud. Um, and the reason why I'm telling you that is I'll explain a little bit as we get into this episode. Um, but it's just that sort of part for now, just hold on to it is really quite in, um, you know, important. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to say there. So, so all of a sudden when this post came up, there was all these, all these limiting beliefs that I have that sometimes I don't necessarily realize that I have as well, you know, like, cause I, I tend to work through my limiting beliefs as, as they arise and, um, but every time you reach a new level of something, there's always new limiting beliefs because you're uncovering this, these parts of you that, you know, 
these new parts of you so they're, they're these new sort of levels so you know what sort of you know I guess the question is too you know like if you have the opportunity to put yourself out there for something you know what you know what do you what comes up for you when that happens I guess is the question that I'm trying to ask there what what comes up for you when that happens so for me I had you know fear of being judged um fear of not being good enough uh, that's definitely a big one for me. Like not enough is always not enough or not good enough is a universal limiting belief that really affects every single person out there. It is one of the core limiting beliefs that everybody shares in common, believe it or not. Um, feeling like a fraud, like that imposter syndrome, like oh, who do you think you are to be doing that? Um, and of course, you know, said so not being good enough, but also believing that I'm not enough to be doing something like this. And, you know, and it's funny because when I see this, this group, you know, this group of women, they're all amazing, but they are women just like me. Um, it's, you know, none of us like, like we're all doing really incredible things. Don't go, I'm not going to say that none of us are not special, but what I mean is that we're just everyday women who are just doing something um, rather than letting that fear hold you back right and but that fear does still come across from it you know that's the only difference between someone who succeeds you know does something and succeeds and someone who doesn't bother trying at all is the fact that they're doing it they're putting themselves out there and they're doing it and that's really you know where those so that limiting beliefs come in is that you sort of have the choice in that moment is that you can either work through those limiting beliefs or you just don't and you just don't do it ever (laughs) right so you know, there's a, you really do need to stop and pay attention to yourself of like when that moment comes up, because that's what I did in that moment. I, I connected with it. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm feeling, oh, I felt tightness in my chest. I felt, you know, almost anxiety just over the thought of it. This is not even committing to do something with it. It was just like, like the, my initial thought was, oh my God, that would be such an incredible opportunity and a, an amazing platform for my business. And then all of a sudden it was like, Ooh! Like it was just like someone sat on my chest and like, oh my God, but you can't do that. Like, and it was just utterly terrifying. And it was in those moments where those limiting beliefs came up. And so I was really able to tap into what those limiting beliefs were. And you need to, you need to be, you know, with your life, you need to be curious, right? You need to be so curious and question everything. And, and that's what I sort of learned to do. And so now when those feelings come up for me, I'm like, okay, so what is it that I'm feeling here? What are these limiting beliefs? Like, what does it I actually feel? Feel, And, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm really scared of being judged by, you know, a group of women that I look up to. Like, I'm, I'm really, that really scared me. Um, I'm, you know, I, f- I fear that, you know, I'm going to do this masterclass and they're not going to think that I'm good enough to do that. Um, or that, you know, I'm going to get up there and I'm going to fucking blow it and, you know, and be a you know like and look like I'm a fraud like you know this girl does not know what she's doing you know like just totally blowing it and and again and again thinking I'm not enough to be able to do this like who do I think I am to offer a masterclass to these amazing women like it's crazy so being able to tap into them and actually identify them and feel them because now I can actually work with them and you know ways that I can work with them is you know for me you know like it's you know like is is this is this true all of the time like you know 
is me thinking that I'm not enough? Am I not enough? And is that 100% true all of the time? You know, or is there cases in which I've been more than enough? Because when I stop to look at the actual evidence, I start to realize that, you know, and there's the same, if you have those same sort of limiting beliefs, you can look at the evidence and you start to realize, actually, there was like plenty of times that I was more than enough. And there's actually more times that I was enough than I wasn't enough. So this isn't something that's actually true for me. This is just something that I believe to be true. Um, and working through that and same with like fear of being judged. And, you know, that one for me, that's a pep talk to myself and realizing these women are here to judge me. These women are here to learn from me. I'm in a community of these women where we build each other up and we support each other. So what am I afraid of? You know, like this is an incredible opportunity. And then, you know, and then when you look at the other side of being judged, maybe if it was a different sort of community, sometimes when it's just about putting yourself out there, does it really matter? So does it really matter what somebody else thinks of me? That has to be a question that I ask. And, you know, and I had that a couple of days ago when somebody messaged me about, you know, dealing with, you know, potentially bitchy women. And it's like, well, does it actually matter? Does it matter that they're bitchy? Does does it impact your life at all? Or, you know, like, does their opinion actually matter? And in reality, you know, like, and, and with that sort of stuff, if somebody is judging you, I mean, that's a reflection on them, not on you, right? And and it's like, does the opinion of that one person actually matter? No, if you're doing, you know, if you're living life your way, true to yourself and living out your purpose, you know who you are. You're the only person in this world who truly knows who you are. So letting the opinion of somebody else who doesn't know you um, have an opinion on you and who you are, that's just crazy. You know, you've known yourself for however long you've been in this lifetime. Like for me, I've known myself for nearly 40 years. Like if somebody's met me for five minutes and doesn't like me, well, they don't even know me. <laughs> so that, you know, it's not, it doesn't matter. Right. So these are the sort of things that I do to walk, walk through those things as well as like the, the one with feeling like a fraud for me. That's a lot of journaling. Like, hang on. Like, no, I actually know my shit. Like this is, this is the study I've done to be this person. You know, I can sit there and be like, I've done my life coaching certification. I have done NLP certification training as well. Like, you know, these are these things, you know, I've worked as, you know, like a body balance and instructor and done meditation for the better part of five years. Like I have this sort of background, like, so <clears throat> the evidence is actually there to support that. Hey, I actually do know <laughs> what I'm doing and I'm actually really really amazing at what I do and I just need to believe that and you know and same with not you know thinking I'm not enough of course I'm enough you know and we talked about that just before you know finding that evidence go hey is this true 100% of the time or is this just a story that I'm making up so you know the other thing as well is we then need to talk about you know moving past the fear and why that fear comes up so when fear comes up like that, because sometimes we can, that fear can be crippling. Like, and how many times has that fear come up that you've just gone, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm just going to let this opportunity go. You know, like how many times have you done that because you felt afraid? And sometimes what we do is we mistake that fear from like as a sign from the universe or like, oh, it doesn't, it feels like, 
I feel fear, like it's, I'm afraid, like I feel this in my body, so it's not right. Because you, we sort of delude ourselves into thinking that if it's meant to be or if it's right, that it's going to feel good and it's going to be calm and beautiful and, you know, flowy and easy. Like, but that's, that's not reality, right? So some things, are, you know, most definitely are like that. But this is where we need to talk about that fear, because that fear isn't a sign from God that you shouldn't be doing this. This fear is is not like that fear is actually the voice of your ego. And the whole purpose of your ego is to keep you safe and to keep you doing the known, to keep you in your comfort zone, because that's where you're safe. That's the whole purpose of the ego. Right. And so this is how, you know, when when that fear is. You know, and there's different, there's different kinds of fear, right? There can be, you know, you know, there might be a time where you might fear for your life and that is like genuinely like your intuition trying to keep you safe. You know, something could be happening, you know, and you, and there's that fear and it, and it's, and it is there to protect you. But a lot of the time when that fear, like when we get the fear, like the one that I'm talking about is it's just a fear of putting ourselves out there and everything. And that's when it's the ego. And how do you know when that is the case and when it's not? So that sort of fear, and this is what I was saying at the beginning, and just to remember this, is, is this fear is loud. It is panicky. It is manic. It is, um, you know, crisis. You know, like it's like, ah! like, don't do that. Don't do that. Who do you think you are? And the voices are really quite loud and you can really hear it. That is when you know that fear that's not intuitive, that is ego. Because the ego is very loud. The ego wants your attention and it's going to get that, right? Where when when you have more of an intuitive fear, right? So it's more of intuition-based, it's usually very calm still. So even though it's fear-based, it still can be calm. Like, don't, you know, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example of, of that um I'm trying to sort of think back you know like I guess maybe for me for example like when I left an ex that was abusive you know that overall feeling that came over me was like it's time to leave now and it was calm it wasn't manic or you know like scared or I don't know like it wasn't manic that's the word I'm using that just seems to be the one you know when it's like manic and outrageous and like ah like in your face it wasn't like that it was like it is time to go now it was so much more calm and just like this sort of all knowing that this is what I needed to do in order to be safe um you know like and and I've had that even like when my son was in hospital and it was obviously very fear-based um but you know I was just like no, he needs to go to the hospital and he's going to be okay, you know, but I just sort of had this calmness of knowing what I needed to do. And that's the difference between ego fear and just intuitive fear. And, you know, and that's the difference, I guess, in just in general between ego and and intuition, right? And this is how we sort of know, you know, you know, if it's been crazy at you and yelling at you, you know, that's your ego, right? And, you know, you need to get to know the difference between that because, you know, like how many, you know, things have you missed out on because you were too afraid to do it, 
too afraid to take the risk, too afraid to take the jump, too afraid to make the choice, too afraid of, you know, what might happen. And just, you know, you know, how much has that ever held you back in life from not actually doing something? So how do we move past the fear and the ego? So there's a few tools that can help you with this. So one of them is talking to your ego. And I do this all the time. And some of the ways that I do that, like it might not be a full-blown conversation like, hey, ego, sup, what's going on? Like, it's not like that. It is more talking to myself in the sense of you are safe. So I'll say to myself, I am safe or it is safe. It is safe for me to host this masterclass. It is, it's okay. You're going to be okay. Yep. It's a little bit scary. So you might have that conversation too, ally. Um, but that's, you know, where it goes from. It's like, you know what? I know you're afraid and I know you're scared, but it's okay. Like I've got this and I'm going to look after us. And whilst this is a new opportunity and it's very different to something that we've done before, it is okay. And we are going to be okay. It is safe for me to do this. It is safe for me to run this masterclass. It is safe for me to have success in my business. It is safe for me to have money. It is safe for me here in this moment. I am safe. I am safe. I am safe. And that's how that conversation looks like when I'm talking to my my ego. The other sort of thing that you can do as well is sometimes I think too, like your ego is also like you're in a child, you know, like when you're, you know, you're in a child is afraid, you know, and, you know, and sometimes you have those moments like when you were a child and there just wasn't anybody there to help you through that. And sometimes that's what your inner child is. It's like, (gasps) you're putting me out there, you know, so doing like an inner child meditation where, you know, you sort of visualize meeting with your inner, like your inner child. So the younger version of you in a safe place, a safe and beautiful place. And you might have a conversation. That conversation could be really similar. Like, I'm sorry, maybe you didn't feel like I was there for you, but you know, I'm totally here for you. Like I'll never leave you alone and look how, you know, your life has turned out really amazing. And, you know, having that little sort of, you know, that's what those sort of inner child meditations are like. You can find so many of them online Um, to help take you through that process and that process then usually involves embracing your inner child as well in a hug there's usually tears involved when I do it (laughs) and um, it's really powerful Um, it's something that is incredibly powerful but you know that sort of helps as well with that that inner fear that you have and like I said no you know and it's obviously really important to know the difference between the ego and the intuition and being in tune with that like how does it feel like is it like is it calm is it quiet or is it like yelling at me telling you don't fucking do this right knowing that is just it's so important and then I guess the final step in that process is just fucking doing it anyway right so just accepting that you are afraid and you're out of your comfort zone and this is scary as fuck And then just going ahead and just doing it anyway. And that's exactly what I did. So for me, then I commented on on that post and I'm like, I'm in. I picked the month that I wanted to do. And I said, and so doing things like the masterclass and the blog post and that sort of stuff was additional as to what they wanted. I said, and I will do these things too. So I put that commitment out there 
right then and there. And I'm like, I'm just doing it anyway. So now it's there. I can't change my mind. I just have to do it. Um, and so, you know, sometimes, you know, like in life, you know, you've just, somebody, you just got to do it anyway, even if it scares the fuck out of you. And because you know what, let's be honest, the bigger your dreams are, the scarier they are and not scare, you know, like not, they're just, they're scary to you. Like they're not, you know, like, oh yeah, I want to be a millionaire. Like, I mean, you think about it, you're like, that's not scary, but actually doing the work and getting out of your comfort zone and, and doing everything to be that, that's the scary stuff. And, it, and it's different from what you know in your day to day. You know, we have a tendency as human beings having this human experience to um, really be afraid of the unknown. And we ask ourselves like a lot of what ifs and stuff like that as well. So it's so important, you know, like, and this is why there's sayings like, you know, you know, you know, your dreams begin at the end of your comfort zone. Like, and, and we talk so much about getting out of your comfort zone because it really is. If we sit in our comfort zones and that's our ego zone, really, if we sit in our little ego zone where it's nice and comfortable and safe and we don't, we wrap ourselves in cotton wool and we just don't try anything, we're never going to achieve what it is that we want to achieve because this is, you know, the comfort zone is also being on the hamster wheel of life. Being in the comfort zone is being on autopilot. Being in the comfort zone is just going through the fucking motions and not living your life. So it's really important to make sure that you are getting out of your comfort zone. Do things that scare you and do them on purpose. You know, just, you know, if you're afraid of, you know, speaking in public, but it's something that you really want to do, fucking do it. Find a way to do it. Um, you just, you've really got to embrace that part of yourself um, because you need to realize too that these sort of, these desires, you know, like, so if you have a desire to speak in public, but you're scared of speaking in public, that desire was given you to it for a reason because you were meant to speak in public. And it's the same with realizing that when these opportunities come up, so like the one that I've just had, is they come up because you were meant to see them. They were meant to be for you. And you just need to take the inspired action to actually make it happen because something really magical could be on the other side of it. So it's really, you know, things are not random in this world. You know, things don't randomly happen in this world. There is such thing as divine timing. And I truly believe that even though sometimes I fucking hate it because I'd rather things happen on my timeline than someone else's. But there is divine timing. And I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And like I said, when I was younger, that used to really trigger me. You know, I come from a family where my dad was in a car accident with a drunk driver who made him a paraplegic and changed the trajectory of all of our lives. You know, like, you know, because of some other person's stupid fucking mistake, you know, just about destroyed my whole family. And I'm just just talking about like my mom and my dad or me. I'm talking about my cousins, my uncles, my aunties, my grandparents, like the, the ripple effect that this car accident had on my family's life because of this fucking idiot who decided to get behind the wheel when he was drunk. You know, like, it's just, it's crazy. But when people used to say, oh, you know, these things happen to a reason, I couldn't, like, it used to make me so upset because I thought, you know, what could be the reason behind my dad being in a wheelchair? And why did that have to happen to us? Why did that have to happen to him? 
And why is this a journey that we had to go through? You know, when so many people don't have to go through this journey. Like, I used to get so mad about it. And, you know, but then I realized, you know, like where I look where my life is now and I look at my voice and what it is that I have to share and what it is that I have been through and how that it can actually help other people now. Because that's what I do now is, you know, that shaped my whole life. You know, that, you know, it's like almost being able to pinpoint one thing in your life that just, you know, was the, the epitome, like the, well, the, not the epitome, the catalyst. That's the word I'm looking for. Every decision that you've made after that, when you've made decisions coming out of hurt and anger and fear and all that sort of stuff, you know, it was that moment in my family and, but it happened for a reason and I wouldn't be where I am now in this moment with the relationships that I have and with my family and the life that I'm having and the business that I get to run and getting to help other people if it wasn't for that. So, you know, it is, it, 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 if these things do happen for a reason, but it's the same, like these opportunities present themselves to you for a reason and you'll always be at the right place at the right time. You know, like when this post came out, like I was just in the right place at the right time. And I'm glad I didn't hesitate too much because, you know, like even though it sort of did all this fear and everything inside me, I just still went, I'm doing it anyway. And like the effort that I had to do to, to type in, yes, I'm going to do this. Like I really didn't want it, but I got a sense of relief after I did. And then because everybody else then was like, yes, I want to do it too. I want to do it too, because they could all see it as an amazing way to showcase their business to um, like a like-minded audience. I could have missed that opportunity if I had waited any longer. So obviously, like I said, you know, like just realize that these opportunities actually come for you in the perfect divine timing. You know, you're meant to stumble across this opportunity right now, or you're meant to, you know, whatever it may be, you know, and how is, however it is you're shaping your life, it's come across you right here, right now for a reason. Just like this podcast, this podcast isn't random. You know, if you're listening to this podcast, you might have listened to it from day one, or this might be the first episode that you've ever listened to, but it's come across your ears because it's a message that you needed to hear, right? It's not random. Things are not random. So a really powerful thing that you can do is the what if. You know, when you get the what ifs, oh my God, what if I fuck this up? What if they hate me? What if, you know, like all my tech breaks down or what if I just... I don't know. What if people don't like it? Okay. Now let's reframe those what ifs. All right. Let's take time to reframe and do this in your own life. When something comes up and you're like, oh my God, what if, what if I totally suck at this? Or what if this, or what if this is the bad decision? Or what if, you know, whatever it might be, start reframing that and think about the opposite of that. So, you know, maybe if you're like, what if this is going to be, you know, like, what if this is a bad decision? Well, what if this is the best decision that you'll ever make in your life? What if I fuck this up? What if this is the most successful thing that you do in your life that changes your career? What if they hate me? What if they love you? What if you fail? What if you succeed? Right? How powerful is that? So every what if that you think you come up with, think of the opposite and reframe it. It is so powerful because once you start thinking like that too and you say that and you go like, well, what if I succeed? What if they love me? What if this is a jumpstart for my business? What if I get clients from this? And what if I, and it, and it just, you know, that sort of positivity can just really start to, is it, it becomes an energy and you start to feel it. You'll start to feel so much better about it. And it's such a powerful tool to use 
in any part of your life because we have what ifs come up on a daily basis you know like so just I really want you to sort of think of that with that and you know I sort of want to finish up today talking about you know what's the issue with playing small and letting the ego pull us back in what's so bad about that well what's so bad about that is is do you want to get to the end of your life and regret not taking those chances not taking those opportunities, not chasing after your dreams because they were scary. You know, that's, that's what the issue with playing small is. If you continue to play small, you will continue to get small rewards. This is where, you know, you just survive in life. But as we know, you, you weren't put here to survive. You were put here to thrive and to flourish in abundance you know, so I just, that's, that's the issue with playing small or giving into your egos because you're going to miss out on those opportunities and you're not going to get to live the life of your dreams because you're not willing to take the risk. And that's what the risk is. The risk is jumping it. You know, it's like the risk is, is the leap of faith, right? The risk is the leap of faith. It's jumping, not knowing if you will succeed or not. But the power is knowing there is no such thing as failure. There's feedback. There is it's a learning opportunity, something to grow from, but you can't fail. And fail, like, just remember as well, everything in this world is neutral. And what we, you know, like, when we use the word failure and we think about failure, it's not failure. You can't truly fail at something. Like, you might fail at something, but you're going to learn from it. You're going to grow from it. You know, how many times as a baby did you try to walk? Now, do we count every time that a child tries to take a step and falls down as failure? No, it's part of the learning process. It's part of the growing process. All right. So just remember that and take power back in that. Make that word neutral. Like it's not failure. It's learning. All right. Just take comfort in that. Because we get so, you know, like I, I'm a big person who gets f- fear of failure. I'm like, oh my God, what if this doesn't work? Well, what if this does work? All right? Because if it doesn't work, then what? What's the worst case scenario? Back to the drawing board? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, my amazing, delicious, just... Oh, sublime queen that you are. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, I do just want to remind you that I do have a lot of coaching opportunities available. I've just recently opened up what I call pay-as-you-go coaching. Now, pay-as-you-go coaching just allows you to book in for single sessions. Uh, You know, single 45-minute sessions so that we can sit down and go over any issues that you might have. And particularly, like, I specialize. I specialize in mindset, so this sort of stuff. I have that NLP background. I specialize in self-love, in confidence, um, women's empowerment, and really, you know, cultivating, you know, getting your ducks in a row so that you can live a life of your dreams. That's that's sort of my forte. So if that resonates with you, I would love to work with you. And as I said, you can do them with a singular um, sessions. Or, of course, I have my signature masterclass, which gives you a few hours of like content, which is really about honing in your sort of, I guess, personal brand. But basically what it is, is really about getting to know yourself and to show up then, 
you know, to show this world who you are and to, you know, dress and smell and to, you know, show up as your true, authentic, badass self. And then from there, we look at like, you know, I say about raising your standards from there, because once you start to really work out who you are and what it is that you bring to the table, you naturally start to raise your standards about what it is you will and won't accept. And this is really what that course focuses on. And then, of course, we finish up with, you know, knowing your worth and charging accordingly. Because, you know, once you've raised your standards and everything, that you're not, you're not going to go back. So what is it? You know, it's boundary setting. It's all that sort of stuff. So if that's something that you would love to do, like that, that's available on my website. And so that's the kissmycrownacademy.com. And if you go to the coaching tab, this is where you'll find all those options. So you'll find there's three options on there at the moment. So the page you go coaching, if you want to do one-on-one sessions, but just want to do them here and there, everything's virtual. Of course, the masterclass. Um, with a few hours of content, you get lifetime access to that to be able to, you know, just tune into it anytime. It includes workbooks and all that sort of fun stuff. And then the other offering I have is a three month one on one mentorship. That's called the Queen Mentorship. And that's where we work on anything that you want to work on in those three months. And you get your, you know, like fortnightly coaching calls as well as WhatsApp access so that we can talk, you know, at any particular time during the week if there's something that you need to, te- you know, catch up on. All the sessions are also recorded, plus, of course, sort of homework and things to work on and, you know, implementation, I guess, is the word that I'm looking for there because it's really important. It's one of the most important things with any of this. And all of my coaching has that has implement um, implementation strategies so that you can pop this into your life to make those changes lasting. And of course, it helps with accountability and all that sort of stuff with goal setting because that's my jam. So I would love to work with you. So just head to the kissmycrownacademy.com. And all your options are there. I also have payment plan options and everything like that as well. And if you just even just have an inquiry about coaching or anything like that, you can always email me at Natasha at kissmycrownacademy.com. Always open to, you know, feedback or listening, or if you've got something that you want to say or share or ask a question, I'm more than happy to help with that. And you can always slide into my DMs on Instagram as well. It's a welcome space. All right. Thank you so much for your time. And I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.